Harness racing season, of course, these days runs in the calendar year, meaning it started last week. And on the first day of the season, we saw a new partnership. And it is a continuation of a dynasty as Nathan Purden has joined his father, Mark, as the partners in the All-Stars. Good morning, Nathan. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Mac. How are you Mate, great to have you on board. Um, great to have you on board with your dad as well. So you have trained mainly since you've gone out on your own in Australia. Tell us about the move home and when the first suggestions came that you and your dad could finally go into partnership. Uh, well, dad sort of approached me probably three months ago, I suppose, four months ago now, um, about potentially coming home and and taking on a bit more of a, a serious role back here. So, um, yeah, it's sort of uh, something that, um, you know, when he said it, was took me a wee bit by surprise. And um, at that stage, obviously, Aidan and Amanda were there too. And, um, yeah, we, so uh, as time went on, we are sort of working out what we were going to do. But, um, yeah, the last uh, last couple of weeks, which is a little bit of a, a shock to um, to sort of me and Dad anyway, with uh, Aidan and Amanda deciding to, to leave and um, and join Stonewood, so uh, yeah, it ends up uh, ended up a great opportunity for me anyway. Nathan, obviously, you've trained here before, both with uh, Cran and Chrissy Dalgetty in a partnership and a very successful partnership uh, in Canterbury. Has it been a case that so far you've wanted to stay away from joining a partnership with your dad or even working for him that much, so you could learn from other people and do your own thing? Before potentially, as has now come to fruition, joining the family business. Yeah, it's just sort of the way everything unfolded, really, Mac. Um, I went and uh, and worked with with Cran for had a couple of stints with Cran, and probably the last time I was there, I was there for a couple of um, couple of years, and then um, sort of ended up. Um, Cran just said, "Would you be interested in, in joining a partnership?" So uh, that's that's where that all came across we um, you know we had a great relationship great friendship there and um and then uh, you know we're sort of thinking quite similar on on you know a few of the the training um everything to do with the training so uh yeah we uh, we had a great time and um you know it was really a stepping stone to to go towards australia and step out on my own there um which you know we had great great success uh, me and my partner um, you know, a lot of people, uh, there's a few people that really um, gave us a go and uh, and we were lucky enough to have the right horses around us. So, um, you know, things ticked away really good there and um, and then when we got the call from Dad, it sort of seemed a, a step in the right direction. Why did you spend so much time in your career in Australia, Nathan? Was it just to, to try a different sort of training or was there a particular allure about the Australian training scene? Um, not really. I sort of looked at probably more of an opportunity there at the time for me. Um, wanted to step out on my own, and and there's a few people that uh, that I knew were, were sort of keen to support us to to start us off. Um, and I thought, well, you know, getting away from uh, getting away from dad, um, and, and sort of doing it on my own is probably something that that I thought, um, yeah, I needed to do, and and it was probably. Uh, it was great, sort of, for me knowing that that I didn't need um, anyone around me, you know, the, the family around me to to still um, 
kept the head above water and, and train winners. All right, you're now back home. You're at the All-Stars to the big stable there at Rolleston. So tell us about how the business works there at the moment, because obviously Hayden Cullen and his wife Amanda have left the business. So there's your dad, yourself, Natalie Rasmussen, who is still part of the business and will drive for the All-Stars. Um, how many horses would there be in work there at this time of the year with plenty of the big names out for a spell? And, and how many staff are there at the All-Stars? Because we sort of take it for granted, Nathan, without actually knowing the facts. Yeah, well, there's, we've got 50 horses in work at the moment. Um, we've got quite a few staff. There's probably 10 or 12 staff around us at the moment. So um, everyone knows their their role there, and uh, they've been there for quite some time. So, um, you know, they've got a good crew of staff. And, um, you know, obviously the, with the, the season changing a bit, the um, the yearlings now now two-year-olds um as you alluded to the the change of season so um they got uh races early uh earlier in the year i think sort of february they kick off um february march april uh, quite a bit of a time for them uh the young guns and and then they have a let off and then there's a bit more racing at the end of the year so uh at the moment all the young horses are in work um and uh there's sort of 10 more to to come back in in a, in a week or two, so um, yeah, it's sort of we generally hover around the 50, 50 horse mark at the moment. Let's talk about some of the big names. Firstly, Spankham. Speaking to your dad during the week, um, the former Miracle Mile winner, officially retired. Yes, yes, suppose sounds of things. Uh, Mickey's uh, he's done everyone a, a great turn. He's been a great horse from right from the two year old um, all the way through every year. He's, he's performing in the top level, so um, yeah, I think he's earned that retirement now. Self-assured has a remarkable record. He has New Zealand Cups and Auckland Cups and the only winner of the race by Grins. What's he up to at the moment, and what are the goals for the first half of 2023? Uh, well, at the moment, he's just in the, in the water walker. Um, he's going to spend a... Well, he's been there a couple of weeks, so um, we'll just bring him back in and... and Work him up and and just sort of see uh, see what he is ready for without sort of programming him too much towards everything. Um, obviously the the Grins race is um, is is the most attractive, so um, yeah, that's probably on his radar. Okay, has he been signed up on it? Obviously he will get a slot, but has he been signed up by a slot holder at the moment? Uh, not as yet, no. Okay. Also eligible for the race by Grins and certain to be there, I presume, is Akuta because his owner, Ian Dobson, has a slot in the race by Grins. Is that his main focus of the summer or late summer and early autumn? Yes, it would be, Mick. Yeah, he's, uh, he's come back off a bit of a, a short let up and a uh, bit of time in the, in the Woodwalker as well. And um, yeah, he looks really good. So uh, he's had a great prep um his last last preparation so uh, yeah i'm sure this time he'll do a great job all things being equal nathan let, let's put them in barriers two and three who's your better chance in a, the race by grins and who do you think's going to be the better or more dominant horse of that pair over the autumn is self-assured still the more proven horse or do you think akuta as the new arrival in the open class scene can you serve him uh, well, self-assured is definitely 
uh, more proven. He's he's been a great horse for a long time, um, the last uh, two seasons at least. But uh, yeah, I think Akuda now would have his measure. He's um, he's been very well looked after. He's only had limited starts, and uh, he's a, a horse that's really filled into his frame um, over the last sort of six months. Uh, so yeah, I, I do think um, I, I do think this this campaign will um, will see the best of Cuda and um, you know if he improves a bit, I'm sure he can uh, he can have a great season. Hey Nathan, it's Greg speaking. Um, yeah, welcome to to the partnership. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you're able to achieve. You've got some runners at Monte Carrara today. Lumen Shaley and Sam Hara go round in race number seven. Lumen Shaley's done a great job so far, winning his first four and then was good last time behind Life's a Beach, and Sam Hara's no slouch either. How do you line them up today? Yeah, hey, Greg. Um, yeah, probably uh, Lumen Carly's probably the the best of the of the two um, at the moment. Anyway, uh, he's he's got great great form around him, and um, I think he's a horse that's just getting a little bit better as the more he, he races. So uh, yeah, he's probably the the best of them today. Yeah, and of course, Dad making a rare trip to the Mott also drives Chambray in race number eight, but he'll need all his skill from a wide second row draw. Yes, he will. Yeah, he's uh, he's drawn out in the car park, so um, yeah, he'll he'll need some luck and um, you know see how the how the race is run, whether he can uh, he can put her into the race or just come with one run. But she's she's pretty versatile, so um, yeah, we'll just leave it up to him. Yeah, and of course, Glory's Delight uh, finished third and behind her last time. She's been a subsequent winner. And Wi-Fi's really found his mojo. He goes round in race number 10, looks a decent sort of chance too. Yes, he is, Greg, actually. He's, um, he's probably in the best form in, in, you know, in his career, I think. Um, he's, he really is starting to come to it. And um, you know, I think if he stepped away cleanly and, and got a nice trip, you know, he'd take a bit of beating. All right, Nathan, what about the uh, the new emerging three-year-olds? Because obviously we're getting our heads around the fact that the uh, the seasons have changed. A horse like Don't Stop Dreaming, is he likely to turn up at Alexandra Park for the Northern Derby, the first of the big three-year-old races? Not at this stage, Mac, no. He's, um, he just had sort of little niggles along the way as a two-year-old. Um, obviously, we put quite a bit of pressure on them at a young age now. So, uh, yeah, he's um, he's been out in the paddock and uh, he's spending a month on the on the water walker and um, and taking things pretty easy at the moment. So, uh, he's probably one that we'll see later on in the season to opposed to the first half. Okay, well, the market's obviously open for the uh, the Northern Derby. So, if he's not going to be there, do we expect to see Sherlock or Sinbad, or, or who do you expect to be there for that race? Yes, Sherlock, uh, Sinbad, and um, probably a horse like Wistol, he'll probably be there too. Um, so, yeah, there's probably three going at the moment. Um, they're all working down now. All right, talk to us about the, the horses in the barn we may not know, Nathan. Who's the horse who is either working up well, we may have seen at the races uh, for a little bit of time, or, or we expect to see coming out and winning races shortly? Is there a horse in the barn we should follow for the SENZ listeners? Uh, there's a, a now three-year-old filly there called Fortify. Uh, she's She gives you a really nice feel around home, so um, she's probably... 
a month away from a from a trial. Um, but uh, yeah, I think she's certainly one to follow. Right, Nathan, just talk to us about your dad and training, because you've obviously trained Group 1 winners on your own accord and, and with Chrissy and with Cran. What does your dad do differently, do you think, than you would do as a trainer or other trainers you've worked with or for do? What's been the predominant difference for working with your dad and now in partnership, say, from anybody else? I think it's his attention to detail, Mac. He's, uh, he can sort of read the horse and, and where it's at at a certain point in his his or her preparation um, and really target a certain race. Um, he's not, not afraid to sort of work them and, and start start racing them at 85, 90% fitness. And, and then after uh, two or three runs, you know, you'll see the the better horses really improve on the on the big day, and um, you know, I think it's just the the fact that he's really mastered the um, when to when to um, you know have them perfectly right on that particular day. Mate, it's uh, great to have you finally joining the family business. I think a lot of people expected it to happen at some stage, mate. Um, congratulations. Uh, hopefully, the first winner comes today at the Mott, and we appreciate you joining us on Trot's Talk this morning. No worries at all. Thanks a lot.